0: you were working a regular w2 job yeah. i
1: knew that like i was made for that then
0: are you gonna still be an agent
1: that's not gonna
0: be me have you ever thought about only fans jk
1: a month then that's Hell yeah. like, don't put that <laughs> i
0: get a lot like girls be <laughs> up. Wait, can... what's up guys welcome back to another fire episode of the winners club podcast where even when we don't win we learn and today we're gonna be learning from a real special guest this is somebody that i've been looking up to even though I've been in the business probably longer than her, but she continues to grow it, strive, break boundaries, make a ton of money, and have so much fun doing it. So I got none other than our special guest, Gillian.
1: Hey, you guys. Thanks for having me, Brian.
0: Of course. Well, as you know, my name is Brian Tran, your host. I got my co-host over there, PJ Padua.
2: What's up, guys? How you doing? So, Gillian,
0: give them, a uh, you know, for the audience out there, like a short breakdown, you know, who you are, what you do. And, uh, you know, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, so, my name is Gillian. I grew up in San Francisco. I do real estate. Not Vallejo? No, not Vallejo. Okay. I commuted <laughs> from Vallejo, and I started real estate every fucking day. Yeah. Um, but I live in the peninsula now. So, I run a team. I'm a part of Side, a part you're of a, Kinetic. a founder, a
0: co-founder mm-hmm. of Kinetic. Yep.
1: Yeah. And so, I have my own team, too, but... Yeah, I just do real estate, try to wheel in deals. Um, I'm working on my first flip, but I do like investing out of state. So I learned that last year and I'm just open to learning.
0: So you know, you got the the brokerage that you co founded. You guys did three hundred something million dollars last year in sales. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Sixty something agents on the team. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what that managing that ain't easy. Mm-hmm. Then you have your out of state. How many out of state properties do you have? Two. Nice. What what states?
1: Alabama and um, Utah. Doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean they they're paying.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> you got, and then you got your team here, and you how much was your production last year?
1: Last year I did about forty seven deals, transactions, close to fifty million volume.
0: Damn. Okay. Um, wow. Million something dollars in gross commission earned. All right, all Not right, really I see but you. Okay, Gilly, Gilly with a million. <laughs> I, was waiting, a I million. was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. And then you have a daughter.
1: I have a daughter that you
0: bring around everywhere. Everywhere, and she like she goes with you. She dances, close deals.
1: Yeah, she she knows what an escrow is.
0: Yeah, she knows how to make money too. She be hustling.
2: Wow, that's awesome. We gotta do right? some, uh, some questions about like you know parenting your kids and yeah, you I wanna, I wanna talk later. all about it. Yeah,
0: so yeah. you you kind of got it all. Um. What, I mean, so that that's, take us back to the beginning, because you weren't always, number one, you didn't come from a family that was entrepreneur. Uh, you didn't come from money. Mm-mm. And actually, you were working a regular W-2 job. Can you, mm-hmm. like, show us that transition? Like, what were you doing before this, yeah. Yeah. this big person that I see in front of me today?
1: Small person, 5'2". Okay. <laughs> big persona, big wallets. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah so- but
2: before we start, I just want to say, uh, Gilly, you know, excited to have you here. You, you, you seem you. very... Very humble. You know, you have a lot of big wins, but hey, don't don't be afraid to uh, share them because no, we're, we're here to I'm inspire here. people, you know? <laughs> I'm
0: here. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a break all her humble things <laughs> <stages> down. <laughs> Let's flex a bit, all right?
1: All right. So I grew up in San Francisco. I moved to Sac for school. Had to get away. Otherwise, I'd be in, probably in, in trouble here. Um, I was working actually at the mall. That's where I learned, like, I was good at uh, sales. Which mall? Um, Art and Fair Mall in Sacramento.
0: Okay. Where were you selling wigs?
1: No, I was selling straighteners. <laughs> oh wow, oh, I oh, wasn't too far <laughs> off. Okay, so, is that um, like Conair? <laughs> no, it was. A, they used to bulk. So I, I was more interested in the business actually. So I was a salesperson there. I knew they were buying it in bulk in LA for like maybe ten, fifteen dollars a piece, and we were selling them for like two fifty, sometimes oh, yeah. eighty nine, ninety nine. So you just kind of. So I learned I was good at sales. Then I got recruited to the bank. I thought that would be more helpful for, like, professional skills. Yeah. I was still working or going to school full-time. And, yeah, and then I had, I graduated, I had my baby, and I'm like, this ain't going to work.
0: You're going so fast
2: here. So, wait, what did you? What school did you go to?
1: I went to Sac State. I graduated with communications major.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, how were you, what were you, like, uh, you know, in high school growing up, like, where you just like a studious yeah, person? Why'd you have to were leave? you a good kid? Were yeah, why you, why'd you have to uh, trouble had to maker? leave high school? Troublemaker. Give was, us a back, uh, backstory.
1: I was always like a good grade school kid, but like, oh. I was always like in trouble, like, with boys, with girls, and <laughs> stuff like that. So,
0: boys and girls, both didn't know that, didn't know that. So, and then so you left for sex, but you made sure to like went to sex state, you were working, and then. You graduated, so you did everything right. You, you I mean, like yeah. that sounds pretty good. And then, what was the at that time? What was the plan?
1: I didn't have a plan. I just knew I needed to get away and working at the bank before having my daughter. It's like you're making fourteen dollars hour at the fourteen dollars hour, uh, fourteen dollars an hour at the bank. Mm. You're like you're taking all the risk, taking all the money. So we used to count all the money because we were a smaller branch. We weren't yeah. like Wells Fargo or anything. Um But yeah. I knew I had to make some shake and make more money. So you
0: graduated, and then you had your daughter. Mm-hmm. Was that an, like was that intentional?
1: No, not Dang. at all. No, it yeah.
0: was just it was just getting in trouble with the boys again.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. No, yeah. I, no I wasn't in trouble that time. Okay. Okay. Was, yeah. So
0: that's pretty cool. And then walk us through that because this you're probably twenty three, <clears throat> twenty four when you had your daughter. Yeah. Which is not young, but not. Yeah. Old, you know, I had my son at 26, and I was still kind of like, "Oh shit," you know. I felt yeah. So how did what went through your mind? Like, what's
1: I had to make more do? money because I couldn't. I, the job I was working probably we probably weren't be able to even afford daycare at the nah, time. Fourteen
0: dollars an hour is not gonna pay for daycare. Nope. Not gonna um, pay for formula either. No,
1: <laughs> no. So we, I remember talking to my friend now, who's our tc now. Yeah. Um she was a transaction coordinator and I told her I was like always interested in real estate and I remember this lady always coming in cashing her checks big checks you know 30,000 and it just said like real estate at the time so I'm like okay I gotta do this now if I don't do this um I was pregnant working all up until I got pregnant uh you know gave birth and then I was like okay I gotta take this test it's now or never so I passed my test, and my daughter's actually, like, a month old or two months old. Yeah. Just, yeah, never looked back since.
0: So, then, did you start selling in Sacramento? Or was I was
1: a Redfin showing agent. Okay. So, I mean, for th- at that time, they, w- I was making, like, you know, better money for Sacramento, maybe, like, 50 to 75. An hour? No, um, a year. Oh, damn. Yeah, so... <laughs> At the time, yeah, for Sacramento. <laughs> Sorry, my
0: bad, guys. I mean, hey, I mean, fifty seventy. I was like an it's hour. Okay, that's like a hundred hundred thousand a year, but okay, fifty. No,
1: well, like you, you, with redfin as a showing agent, you can really make as much as you want. You can put your schedule up to like whatever really you want. So I would do maybe a couple showings a day, just opening the door. Didn't you know do any other negotiations, and then, um, you know, we had to move back out here because there were more opportunities out here. And that's where I started doing full time real estate.
0: And then, how long did it take you to get your first deal?
1: So, Kevin, my business partner, yeah. he had a, a client. He said, "Hey, you know, I've been working with this client for a while, but we haven't, you know, won any offers. So, probably like a month. Oh, or that's like fast. One, two months. Yeah.
0: And then, did you know, like, at that point, it was like, okay, this is the this is the path that yeah. I'm going like, to go. For how sure. much was
2: the? Uh, how much did you get on your first deal?
1: Um, I want. I can't remember. Like maybe three thousand or six thousand. Were you pumped? Fuck yeah! <laughs> hey,
2: I. You know, sometimes it's not.
0: I was talking to PJ yep. about this. It's not the the dollar amount, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's that you. It was like a win that solidified your faith. Yeah. that you're on the right path.
1: It was easy for me. Was it? It was. It felt easy for me. Does
0: it still feel easy for you now? Like yes. Doing like what you're the
1: doing? sales is easy. Conversions are like the people. Are easy. I can do the hard conversations.
0: What's hard about this business, you think?
1: Um, just like the managing, like the attention and stuff like that, is annoying sometimes.
0: Mm, okay, so now <laughs> you, so because I, I, think this is right around the time I met you. I think with Kevin, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, he. I remember he said, like, this is my friend Gillian. She's from Vallejo.
1: I'm not from Vallejo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, hey, that's why it's stuck. He goes, this.
0: You know, Kevin's like, this is my friend from Vallejo. I said, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, yeah, she's a hustler. She's hungry. Like she commutes every day from Vallejo. To Daily City to work, basically. And it's not easy, you know, like, you don't, with real estate, you don't show up and get paid an hourly Mm -mm. uh, rate. You go, you work your butt off, and you can hopefully close a deal. Sometimes you don't close a deal, but you still stuck with it. That's like an hour and a half drive every day with traffic. Yeah. And an hour and a half back. So, what, like, walk me through. Did you ever consider quitting?
1: Um. Honestly, no, because like at that time I was just, I'm still pretty hungry, but at that time I was hungrier for sure. Yeah. But I was also, um, you know, listening to podcasts. I remember the first like podcast I would listen to was like ET, um, the hip hop preacher. So then just like, you know, getting your mind right mindset. I think it's always like just mindset stuff. And then like at that time, like how I always been like, nobody can tell me shit. So I knew that. Like I was made for this. Even if I don't want to do like real estate all yeah. my life, but
0: you're made. You, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. And then your daughter, because that's hard. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I can imagine the the woman in the role is a lot harder than the dad, right? Like, because I'm, I'm a dad, and I'm like, ah, if I see my kids next week, it's all good, you know, because they don't need me, but they need their mom. So what's going through your mind? Like, how are you balancing all this? Because you're, you know, you're wasting yeah. three hours a day just on the commute, and mm-hmm. you're at the office, and then you, there's probably a late night showing. Yeah. Like.
1: My family's pretty good at supporting me, so I would give it to them for sure. If it it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be as, like, free and open and, like, be able to move the way I move. So families definitely support. Our dad's great. Um,
0: I mean, you guys are great. I I see your daughter, and she's, like, her persona, her charisma, her confidence, that comes from good parenting. Mm -hmm. At least I think so. Um, because some people I, I really believe that it's nature, yeah. And no, I'm sorry, no, wait, I messed up. Is it nurture, nurture, not nature? Both, both, right? <laughs> so, like, she kind of mimics you, like, she yeah. kind of like out hustling. I see her, mm-hmm. she'd be singing, dancing, and then she goes to private school too, right? Yeah, Dang, see, I mean, he's crushing it. Look at this, <laughs> I'm proud of you. And, yeah, you don't, even, you probably don't even care. Could have, could have I'm like, yeah, I'm, kudos to you from having a young kid and then uh, seeing her do so well, and then probably a segment of her life, you were probably gone a lot. -hmm. And she's still
2: cool. See, you don't always need to be around your kids 24 7. Definitely. (laughs) I feel like
1: (laughs) she's easy to be around. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel
2: like uh, all of that is definitely, you know, having a child around that age and financially not being the place you want to be is definitely a challenging area. I want to ask Gilly, um, especially for real estate agents like newcomers, it is challenging. Brian tells me all the time some people don't get a deal for like six, seven months. Was it I know you do say it's easy, but why do you think it was really easy for you? And if there were any challenges, what were some of the challenges that you were going through?
1: I think it's just so the people you're around too helps a lot as a solo agent. If I wasn't in the environment that I was in, it probably would have been a lot harder. So you got to get around people. You can't do everything yourself. You got to learn from other people. Just like yourself, you know, you got to get in different rooms. So I had to change my environment for sure. Because I was like, you know, we were like in solace in Sacramento. We didn't know anyone. I was trying to move away from everyone and stuff like that. But when I got out here, I had to like get uncomfortable by just being around more people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like introvert, extrovert. Like if I have to be at an event, like I'll do it. But Mm -hmm. I usually, like, would rather be in my car by myself, like, driving. I feel that. But get around different rooms, like, you know, shake hands. Just. The more
0: hands you shake, the more money you make. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like I agree that. with that. I like that. So, and it I, sounds. You know, I, that's a big lesson for everybody listening, too. Like, yo, stop being, like, Skilly is, yeah, you're naturally very quiet. But I hate when people use that as an excuse. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not a, I'm an introvert. Yeah. Our good friend Kenny is an introvert. That motherfucker makes hella money. Because yeah. he, you know, you got to just go and do it. Yeah. And people always think like, because I was
2: born this way, you can't change. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, nah, you can nah, definitely change. I it. mean, I used to hate meeting people too, and like hate shaking hands, but like, I want to make money, I want to create yeah. opportunities. so I'm gonna do it. That's it's- my biggest pet peeve when yeah. people tell me like, like, it's a limiting belief.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: And it's like, stop it. Yeah. And then I, now I just walk away. Yeah. If somebody says I, I, over the years now I know why. Like, you get older, you just don't have time to be around.
2: Like I'm not here to convince you. That's like right. someone saying, like, I'm big boned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm big boned for life. But Ooh. back to back, yeah. to back to what you were saying, Gilly. So yeah. it sounds like it wasn't it was more of just you getting out of your comfort zone like socially that was the biggest thing. She got challenge. around winners though. Yeah. And Kevin's a winner. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: definitely. Kevin kinetic, is killing Kinetic it. are winners. There are like a lot of winners there. So she got around that. Mm-hmm. She, I know you just came back from the play bigger event. Those are winners. Yeah. Big so winners, you gotta be yeah. around winners. No offense. And actually, you know what? Screw this. You hang around losers, you're going to be a loser.
1: For sure. You 100%. know what I mean?
0: So get around some winners. You want to make more money? Get around people who make more money. True. You want to get more fit? Get around people who are more fit than you. Naturally, yeah. you know, you're just going to rise to the uh, the the group, basically. Yeah. I like Are you going to have another kid?
1: Mm, at this time, I'm cool.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Just wondering, you know, because one's cool, but, you know,
1: Shoot, yeah, I'm like focused on work right now.
0: So, what are you like? What's the next big goal? Because, I mean, you already got two properties, Mm -hmm. you already have a a team that's doing over 50 something million dollars in sales. You already,
2: before we get into this, this is some juicy questions right here. (laughs) But I know the viewers for sure want to hear a little bit more about the story because Gilly does have a lot to share. So, all right, bring it back to the story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, we do have because Gillian, obviously, you're starting just as what do you call it, Like a red fit agent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. And now you're an entrepreneur, co-founder of a whole, what do you guys call it, like a, Is it called a, a brokerage? A, a brokerage, right. Mm-hmm. Co-founder of a brokerage. How, how did that come about? And the, how was that transition from just being basically working under someone to now working for people? Not for people. Sorry.
1: Alongside with people. Alongside yeah.
2: with people and managing people.
1: Um. So we have a leadership team. So Mm -hmm. without them, I don't think, you know, we would have grew as fast. But just starting out with Kevin Tan and Randy.
2: How did that start?
1: um, We were with BHG and I think there was an opportunity that came about this new uh, side tech technology driven real estate brokerage came about. And, you know, literally I met Kevin at Keller Williams within a month. Mm -hmm. We moved to BHG. And then shortly after, he's like, hey, I have this opportunity. So, again, it's just around the people that you're around is, like, looking to grow in new opportunities. So, yeah, I I mean, I give it up to the people that I'm around, honestly, Mm because I'm, like, pushed because of them. And I'm more of, like, a delegator motivator, but people who actually, like, take the action and things like that. So Mm -hmm. we put our heads together. Um, It's hard. I mean, it's always new every day. Mm -hmm. You don't. Really know what you're gonna do on a daily basis, but you know you make it work. It's like easy to me, but you just sometimes you got to take a step back and go ghost on social media, yeah, and get to work. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Were you were you scared during this transition though? Because I feel like for a lot of other people, it could be a big change in like lifestyle, maybe or just. Were you, you were scared?
1: Um, I wouldn't say scared. I would say just like more reserved. Like I am, like I'm not too much of an analyzer. I usually like take action first and then think back. But mm. I, I just trust in myself that I'm gonna make the right decision. I don't. There's not really too many times in my life where I'm like, fuck, I should never did that. Yeah. But because, yeah, like it's just like I know my mind's right. Like I know I have like a good head on my shoulders. I know yeah. I don't have a lot of distractions. So
2: it's all that uh, Eric Thomas, huh?
0: Yeah, all that. <laughs> hey, you, be, you be going, hey, you got the right. Even if you mess up, you just make yeah. the right. Like you just move forward, right? Take the next step, move in the right direction. Like keep moving. Yeah, I think people always get that kind of hung up, and I think people overanalyze because they need to have all the uh, steps laid out. But that should that ain't how business works. No, you make a mistake, pivot. Yeah, you make another mistake, pivot, and just yeah. eventually you get on the right path.
1: That's how we yeah. are. Like, well, that's how I think too. But for sure, with Connecticut, it's like what's the solution don't tell me the problem without telling me the solution
2: yeah that's awesome all
0: right can i ask my crazy questions now yes i was gonna say like (laughs) i just needed to fill in the gap you know what (laughs) i mean we need to get a peasant day so kinetic was born i think like a year before no was that the pandemic 2019 2020 when did you guys
1: It's been uh three years now
0: so 2020 Mm -hmm. because i remember going to your guys's party and then like shortly after Mm -hmm. pandemic happened and look blew up yeah now that everybody's caught up. Well, I see right. kinetic everywhere. Let me go ask some crazy questions. <laughs> all right, let's get to the all juicy right? stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You didn't threw me off earlier, PJ, but I have a list. <laughs> I have a list. Okay, we talked about drive.
1: Actually, you know what? Let's, let's, let's just run it.
0: Just run it. Like, Let's yeah. ask these questions. Put it yeah, in the Let seat. me ask. You know, obviously, you're a good-looking uh, woman. Do you <laughs> think that has helped? <laughs> or hurt you in business <laughs> in real estate. Crazy.
1: Um,
0: and it, seriously, because I, I mean, I'm it s- helps and it hurts. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: it helps because like I'm really talking about something sometimes. But I, you know what? I think it's also how you present yourself too. Because honestly, I don't get hit on a lot. Yeah. On with real estate, it's like they know I'm here to work. That's good. Um, it's like you know, a f- couple stupid people, but
0: yeah. Because how do you combat that? Because. I get it a lot. Like girls be hitting me up, <laughs> yeah. they, like in the beginning of my career, that these girls be hitting me up, trying to pretend like they're buyers, but they I, don't buy I nothing. Never, they just I've want, never they, got just, that. they just want to go take me out to coffee and stuff.
1: Like does yeah. that did that no. ever happen to you? No,
0: that's good. Like yeah. because, but I think it's because you, like you don't entertain it. No, right. That's yeah. good.
1: No.
2: no. What are some of the? Because uh, I know there's <laughs> advantages and uh, disadvantages. So, yeah, what do like you what think is the advantage?
1: disadvantage um well because i use it more to advantage than disadvantage there's not really i would i don't think there's really that much of a disadvantage but a, a woman versus like a man in this industry is because it's male dominated right where i think now women are emerging to the to become more leaders if anything because of social media like events things like that and being more relatable um to people that maybe women that didn't think that they could be in like different positions, but disadvantage would be like, you know, when you're in a room with like bigger people, like people that you want to be heard by, but there's a man there. It's like, yeah, you know, Do you, you kind of get like,
2: like a, a, what's it called? People like discount you. It's like. actually kind of funny because I, I think
0: that cause you're, you know, you're in residential real estate. Mm-hmm. It's actually dominated by more women. Is it really? Believe it or not. Yeah, it's, it's, well, well I think, I like, think it's dominated meetings. by 50 and up mm. white women, mm. right? <laughs> <laughs> white. But why do we need but, those, those stats? It, but. it is, it is. I mean, look it up. Okay. I, it's like it's dominated by, yeah. because it's, that's what it is. Yeah. But so I, I think when, when women, this industry, I don't think women have that problem, but I think in commercial real estate, mm. that is dominated by men. Um, um, But it's funny that you bring that up. I think in. So I'm glad you didn't think of it. With with
1: residential real estate, I think I can earn the trust of the buyer more and sellers more. But I think in business meetings when like on the op side or like behind the scenes. Yeah. um, Definitely like their attention is more to the man. I feel.
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: that's my experience. But also maybe because I'm more like reserved, too.
0: Yeah, I think because guys are scared of you. They're like, you know, possibly. You know, so yeah, so uh, talk huh. to Kevin.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> talk to Kevin.
0: Uh, um, random question. Have you ever thought about OnlyFans? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I got if some friends.
1: I, so if if I didn't have a family, if I had no morals, uh, well, don't put that. <laughs> if I didn't yeah, I mean, have yeah. my morals, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, of yeah. course. I do that, like a, maybe I'll do like fine. a feet OnlyFans. it. But I'm not like that. Just to my feet. <laughs>
0: I told PJ to take a picture of my feet, but he don't wanna do it. Yo, <laughs> it's gonna be
2: too much money. I'm not gonna know but what to uh, do with it, man. No. but no, I'm just, uh, just messing around. We had to throw that in. You know we had to throw that in there. What's your uh, what's your take and opinion on like people who do use OnlyFans?
1: I mean, get it how you live. Like that's, what that's say. I, <laughs> I don't judge have no problem with that. Yeah.
2: yeah we don't judge here. No, I mean, judgment I'm zone. all for it. Like, hey, if you wanna you know, make your money, girl, go go make your money. Like, do what you gotta do. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what's funny? It's a funny, uh, you know, going back to the whole looks thing. Yeah. It does
0: work because I think somebody said that. I mean, you you can be ugly and still make it. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying like
2: like social media right now, that if you are easier on the eyes, Mm -hmm. you get more views. That's just what it is. I want to ask this question then. So I want to go and ask, uh, Gillian, what's your opinion on, you know, women and ladies thirst trapping on Instagram to, you know, build followings and to just use their you know their looks and their assets Mm -hmm. uh to their advantage what's your opinion on that
1: i mean if that's how you want to get it i have like no problem with that Mm -hmm. would i do it not really so Uh i mean i don't judge also i just i'm gonna go this route Yeah. yeah you can go that route
2: definitely i mean i'm again I want to talk about this because I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm all for it. Like, if you're going to share, you want yeah. to share the, ass pics, you want to share the aspics, you want to, you know, take selfies, you want to do the bikini on but the I Bahamas. Think you got to kind of be careful. Like you got to be careful with business, though. Yeah. You
1: think, think so? Yeah. 100%. You got to be
0: tasteful with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially like a realtor because how many realtors do you know? I know a lot of realtors that don't actually do any business, but they have a big following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, they show their bikini and all that stuff, and they really. I think it's
1: like the life you want to live too. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't align with me going to play bigger events, or yeah. me I think like that would
0: mess you up because then that would cause yeah, uh, uh, like what I brought up earlier, like all these guys to just hit you up
2: and be like, hey, yeah, I'm looking to buy, I'm looking to sell, but yeah. they actually don't sell or buy anything. Yeah. I think you it's know? pretty. Well, if you're like pretty established, right, and you're very like well known in the business world, I think yeah, it could be a little bit detrimental. But I think if you do it into a point where it's means to grow a following, yeah, and then convert into like a business persona, yeah, because it is it's being kind of smart with like nowadays age. It's like you know you're gonna get the followers, and if you have a plan to like make a million dollar business, I'd I'd still be kind of scared as a realtor. Would you if
0: I was if I was like a a woman and I did that, like you're just kind of asking for guys to. Kind of waste your time a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of open that door.
1: But the followers don't mean like you're monetizing either. So, yeah. Yeah, Cause well, I, yeah you're right. But a lot of followers, but what deals are you making?
2: Yeah, that's true. But that's, I mean, because you hear a lot of people with big followings that are broke. Yeah. <laughs> that so, is true, but it's yeah. also on the person because they're not knowledgeable on. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. So I think it's like, the, the All right, PJ, show off it. your assets, bro. Just Dude, do it. I think <laughs> I'm... Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I think i think I might. I, think, mine, I think you're going
1: somewhere, PJ. <laughs> yeah, you're going somewhere, PJ. I'm, I'm
2: asking for permission right now, so yeah. it's, it's okay, right, guys? <laughs> if you ever considered
0: hiring a virtual assistant but don't know where to start, go to thevahub.com, our proud sponsors. Check them out. They'll send you guys some applications. Look at how these Filipino virtual assistants can help you guys out. Now, back to the show. Tell me a little bit more about your out-of-state properties like why out of state how did you get involved in that and let's go over some of the numbers Mm
1: -hmm. so actually we got into out of state investing because of zen coast Mm -hmm. so jenny lock you know her and her um her boot thing yeah good friends of ours yeah they are too so they're super dope so i was actually their first client zen coast ever yeah because i've seen jenny posting like out of state blah 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 I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to get into that. Like, I'm going to learn from you. Um, and I knew Jenny from Keller Williams. She was always killing it. Yep. And then she kept talking about this out-of-state thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm making money. I'm like, okay, well, if, if this sits in my account, I'm going to blow it. Yeah. So I need to do something with it. And so, yeah, we bought our first, like, condo out here in Daly City. And then it's like, okay, what's next? We, I mean, then I realized I'm like, okay, I don't want to be, like, working like a dog forever. Right. Um. So they started like posting more, and I said, "Hey, like, what do I gotta do?" Just I kept like, you know, going in her DMs and posting on like her stories and stuff. So she hopped on a call, and then she was like, "Well, you know, we're thinking about starting Zenkost or blah blah blah." I'm like, all right, just tell me how much. Like, how much do I got pay you?
0: Dang, I like that. So they didn't yeah. have a, they didn't even have a price yet.
1: No, I think, I mean, I could tell from the hesitancy in her voice. She's like, all right, I'm going to drop this number. But she probably would have thought, like, I was going to be taken aback by it. But at the time, it's like, you know, you pay for um, just being in the same room with other people. So at the time, it was fine. Damn, but I would I like say that. if I didn't do that, then we probably didn't wouldn't have the courage and, like, the, um, you know, just felt like that, like, push to just do it.
0: With, you know, without going into the actual numbers, I know how much it is because they're good friends of ours. But it's it's a few thousand, right? That cash initial... one, no, 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 no. no. Oh, so to pay for that coaching, it's a
1: couple thousand. It's a
0: couple thousand dollars. Yeah, and you did it with no hesitation.
1: No hesitation. Because I already all... my, my mind was already made. Okay. I mean, if, it was like was if it was there... hitting double digits maybe, but no.
0: Was it ever a time when you were like, like how did that... Because people are so afraid to spend money on education. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And how did you train yourself to be like okay, like let's go?
1: Well, cuz when I started real estate like I said, I was I was driving back and forth all the I stopped listening to music for quite some time and then I was just listening to podcasts all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, bigger pockets. And mm-hmm. then that's really when I started to like learn more about out of state investing. So bigger pockets and ET. So ET for the mine, bigger yep. pockets for a big business. Mm-hmm. And so then yeah, when she came about I was like, okay, well, I know this person and I know how she is in real estate for sales. Like she's probably the closest thing that I'm like, okay, I need to learn from her. Did you
0: ask for a discount?
1: No. Damn,
0: gee. Okay, sometimes I ask for it just to be that person, but I like that. Number one, you you supported her, you paid the bill, and you learned. People are so scared to to pay, to learn. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you think this is? Like you you'll pay for college, but you won't pay to learn from from somebody who's actually doing, actually making money. That's my little rant. So back to it. Okay, so you jump into the course, and then, like, what? How long did you go from that course to buying your first property?
1: It really probably was, like, ooh, I forget. Maybe, like, less than six months, maybe three months. I don't know. So I move quick. Like, yeah, I don't – maybe I am I should be more detailed, but I don't really look into the details too much. As long as, like
0: – I think you're successful because of that.
1: The mortgage covers, then we're good. Even if you're, like, negative, like, a little $100 and just – you know, it's better than sending an account.
0: Let's go through the numbers real quick. So, where was the first property? Alabama.
1: Alabama. Oh, I gotta think about it. Okay. Was it a single family? Single family. And site unseen. S-
0: love it. How much did you buy for? I
1: think it was like Two twenty? It was the time during COVID time actually when prices were like jumping, and that's what oh. really pushed us too because rates were low. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, rates were low, and it was just it was just time.
0: What is it? Is it a Three bedroom, one bath. Um, it's two? a three two. Oh, perfect. And then what are you getting for rent?
1: Uh, that one is about. Fuck, like, I should know. Um, I just know it's covered. Okay. It's just like hold on. Okay. It's like twenty percent down. Um, shit. Cause so I like keep, one No, actually, it's like sixteen.
0: Sixteen hundred a yeah, month. Yeah. And then your mortgage is like what a thousand? No, no, probably like $1,300. No. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you're making like two hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. cash flow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Did you do a cost segregation? So that's
1: what I'm learning now. I have I knew I have a new CPA, learned that a couple months ago. I actually have to make amends to my last year's CPA because she didn't know about that. So again, it's like people who you know. Um,
0: Your CPA won't do it though. You actually have to go. I think like uh like like different another company. Well, and then you give it. She just wasn't
1: like encouraging about it. So
0: yeah, yeah. Do guys, that's that's a big tip too because your your silent partner is the IRS. So you got to get a good CPA and you don't get them when it's time to file your tax returns. Mm-hmm. You get them to tax plan. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a tip for you guys out there. That's pretty sick. And then, so, okay, six. And then you bought another property. Mm-hmm. How long after that?
1: Um, probably like another couple months when I was able to like, th- like six months. Damn, dude. same area. No, Utah. That one is because people in the, then they started like, Getting more and more um, students, students. Oh. and then just being there. Like I didn't run the numbers by myself. I'm like, okay, if there's a bunch of people doing it, they already did the numbers. Yeah, I could afford it. Let's do it. Um, it was a new build too, so how much was that? Uh, that was like more three twenty nine.
0: And then rents are higher.
1: Rents are higher, so like mortgage about twenty two. That one's more like flat, but the appreciation on that from when it was built to um, when I had to. Closed the loan
2: mm-hmm.
1: we were probably like 80k in equity in oh, like nice. less than a year
0: are you planning on buying more
1: yeah but then now i just want to do like either commercial
0: builds. something bigger yeah because it's like 200 not gonna change your life Mm-mm. okay i like it's that the
1: type of work too like the amount of time you put into it is like you might as well look for better deals
0: yeah i agree 100 <clears> but it, but you have to start somewhere yeah i agree and i think if people try to jump into the big deals but you don't have the confidence to do it, yeah, because you you know you got to learn to do the small deals, and then mm-hmm. eventually the small deals become so like, eh, and then you want to go for the bigger ones.
1: I I think honestly that that was it, like just the confidence to actually do it, like sign the papers, sight unseen, and because I'm in real estate, like I know a little more about like inspections and things like that. So it was just okay if I can do it, let me do it again, yeah. And first time it's like more of like long term play, you just such a small purchase price that, you know, they're always going to rent it out. The other ones I learned more like about appreciation wise. So now it's like go bigger and then try to find both.
0: Um, Did you ever have, did you ever the deal with uh, like people not believing in you? I mean, your family supports you. Sounds like it, but like, did you ever experience that? Like, Because now you're buying stuff out of state. Normally when I tell people, oh, I'm doing this, they're like, oh, my God, are you serious? It's so scary. You're going to yeah. lose your money. Did you have to deal with that?
1: Yeah, like some clients, like, you know, they always have their opinions, like stocks are better, or blah, blah, blah. Um, I just don't listen. Like, I really just don't listen. Like, I'm so, like, laser focused on, like, what I want to do. Yeah. If you're not, like, you know, if you're not encouraging me, if you're not, like, really giving life to me, I just really block you out. So I'm not. I like that. I don't really listen to people.
0: Do you think it's because you're you you're following people that are successful in it? Yeah, that gives you the confidence to like say, "Hey, look, I don't need to
2: listen to this people." Well, I
1: look at your life and then I look at mine. Like, if you haven't did it, or if you haven't tried it, then who are you who are you to like even have an opinion? That's a
2: gem. Oh, that was like yeah, we got to clip the, that up because that's like one of the biggest things too. It's like yeah. so many people uh, get t- worried about. Other people's opinion right. when it's like, yo, like, why are you telling me? Like, you make less than me, like, no, out of not shape, like, Okay, not like that, like, in, in a it's sense. It's kind of like if you haven't done it in that business. <laughs> well, I'm just, yeah, like, yeah of course. Like, I'm just saying for, yeah. like, me, I've heard people, like, mm-hmm. give me business advice. when I'm like, bro, like, you haven't started anything. Like, right. don't yeah. give me, like, business advice. like, And even then, be careful with who you get business
0: advice from sometimes. Because, right. like, if you're not in the, let's say, uh, out-of-state investing business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't really speak on it. But then... Mm-hmm. Then you look at Jenny Locke and Calvin, yeah. her fia- uh, her husband, and you're like, dude, they're doing it. Yeah. Right. So that gives me the confidence to say I don't need to listen to you. Yeah. Because they're doing it, they're successful. Yeah. I think that's the right time to do it. Just sure. Shift your that's, focus. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's the same thing, like where people have an opinion, like, oh, I'm gonna go to school and end up making like fifty thousand a yeah. year, but you have servers in San Francisco making almost bottle service girls two hundred. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yo, oh, Gillian said. A bottle service girl guys. no i'm
1: <laughs> saying server is like you know stuff, no for like sure any like, service just 100%. get your money get yeah. your money and then 100%. invest it and
0: then mm-hmm. do something with it because even that uh you can't keep working for
2: money because you yeah. said it yourself you don't want to keep working like a dog right dude uh, yeah just back to that i think it's just like a conformity thing like everybody wants to be like yo you shouldn't do that you should do what i'm doing right because this is normal and like just to like protect themselves from not growing or not venturing out and not doing something uh, that's challenging. Yeah. Love do you it. um? Did you have to cut out a lot of people in your life? Because um, you
0: kind of, you know, you sound like you had a... I think yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah.
1: Well, so a little bit, but I think I just opened up more to, like, new people. Mm. I mean, so I still have, like, a lot of the same friends. You know, when I can get with them, I do get with them. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are worried about, like... I don't really... My friends don't really... You're like, oh, you never hang out with me no more. Blah, blah, blah They know I'm busy, yeah but they know like when we're together, it's a time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I respect everyone else's time, too. And so I'm not like possessive in that way either. Like, oh, we never talk mm-hmm. like we all have now kids. Y'all have stuff to do, but they know I'm busy.
2: Yeah. But how about in the beginning? Like, did you ever have to deal with that? Uh, because I feel like mm-hmm. that's a common thing with a lot of people where yeah. they're like, you're changing like that's you know why are you wasting your time on that like you should, let's hang out let's go to the club or like whatever it is have you had to deal with that earlier on or
1: so when i'm mo- that's why i moved out to sacramento so uh-huh. i was already prepped like everything was already prepped for me to be here now yeah so i didn't really have like distractions at that time
2: mm-hmm. wow Blessed life you had a yeah, very blessed good. life like it's hard like i think that's one of the hardest Got first. parts first yep yeah that's that's awesome yeah because i remember my my time. I be cutting people out like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> people people I don't, I don't burn bridges. Yeah. I just, I, like, yeah. I, I think I talked about this before. I just disappear. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I got, I got to do my thing. You know, it's like crazy when people like roast you for just like reading a book in front. Of, and they're like, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy bad, bad energy. You guys got to get rid of that stuff. You know? I'm in
1: place, but yeah, I, I'm pretty good at cutting people off too. Like, if I don't, if I'm not feeling it, then
2: mm-hmm.
0: leave. Mm-hmm. But people have such a hard time, and I think that's why they get stuck.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, go be around bigger people. Go be around new people. And, it, and just, like I said, if it ain't the right
2: people, mm. pivot. Mm. Yeah. Next group, next group. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Cool. What other questions, PJ? I got, man. I want to keep Yeah, going. man. This has just
2: <laughs> been a great podcast. Yeah, honest. I'm, I'm like, learning so
0: much about Gillian. I'm like, yo, but th- you were, like, kind of, um, it's crazy because you're, like, your brain was already kind of wired for success.
2: Yeah. So I want to like, say, like, and this is just because I feel like this podcast really could help, like, a lot of women and ladies out there. Like, what is your best advice for, like, uh, a woman coming into like the entrepreneur space, whether it's like real estate or starting a business or whatever, like what's your best advice? I know it might be the same, but if it is different, you,
1: know? you I feel like you just for me, just be resourceful. Like, don't be lazy. Mm-hmm. I th- see like a lot of agents now, you know, I talk to them. Oh, I want to I want to do I want to do But But you give them like a lead or like you tell them to call and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's no follow up. It's just like the hunger isn't there. You either have it or you don't.
0: You think so? You think hunger's can't you can't teach people hunger? In in some situations, I don't have an answer for that. That's why I want to ask it. Like in the
1: situation I was in, I was like, "There's no going back for me." I mean, I could go back to working at the mall and stuff like that. So I always felt that like cushion. But do I want to? No, like Mm -hmm. you just have to figure out. I know everyone talks about their why, but we all have the same why's, really. But really, like digging deeper is like. Okay, I'm not trying to work for people all my life. I've wanted to just do what I wanted to do. Like if I want to sleep all day, I could do that. If I wanted to work all day, I want to do that. If I want to leave for a week, I want. I, I just don't like people telling me what to do. So I think that's what I was looking for.
0: So with your clients, because we technically in the real estate space, mm-hmm. we work for our clients. How do you like? How does that uh, translate over? Do well, you,
1: you better work your ass off for your clients if you want to convert for somebody. I'm working for them, but for me, it's like i'm not if I'm not working for you in terms of like you're not just gonna talk to me any type of way mm. or you're not gonna just yeah. treat me any type of way. Like you work um, on my
0: schedule basically. in too. the yeah. beginning, yeah, you
1: take whatever opportunities you can, and that's what you have to do. I would say um another advice would be take all opportunities. Don't yeah. say no. I did open houses every single weekend, my first year in like traditional real estate, no days off, Saturday Sunday. Every you weekend. still don't take
0: a day off, or at least you you make it look like you don't. You, you're I mean, pretty on it, like
1: I'm. Like I try to be. I mean, now that I have a team, like you know, I have, I feel like a sense of responsibility too. But sometimes, like you know, if I'll work from my phone. Um, I don't do as much open houses, but you just have to know when it's a time to grind and a time like you could chill. Like last quarter, everyone was feeling it because like rates were super high. Yeah,
0: inventory's down. Yeah, yeah.
1: and first quarter this year just i just knew it was just like grind time. So, you just have to know like when grind time is and when you can chill. And right now is like grind time. I yeah. mean, like first quarter was really good for me, but I still want to keep grinding. Why? Um I don't know. It's,
0: you have I mean, you cuz people ask me like when is enough enough? So, I'm going to yeah. ask you when is enough enough for Gillian?
1: So, business-wise, like I have, I feel like I have clarity in personal life and things like that. It's like, okay, what am I striving for? No, I don't, I don't really know. I'm trying to find that.
0: Mm. So what's the clarity for business then? What's uh, just, what's the goal this year?
1: Um, so my goal is to tr- with my team hit a hundred transactions. That's just something I want to hit business wise. But um, yeah, just getting into more rooms, doing more social media stuff, like putting myself out there. I took a step back on that because we had to grind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, just 10 to 100 transactions. Hopefully.
0: What is a, what is a hundred transaction going to mean for your life? Uh,
1: it'll definitely like elevate my life, like in terms of dollars, but, um, it's not, not really, but yes, but more so is just like, just to say I did it.
0: It's a goal that you want to hit. And you know, cause you don't, you're actually pretty good. You don't spend a lot. (laughs) Like, for the most part, you don't like yeah. in, in comparison to what you make. Um, what do you what's your next big purchase? Like what's the, is it that commercial building or
1: I would like to buy another commercial building. Yep. I mean, yeah, there's because I used to be more of a shopaholic when I had no money. Mm. When I used to work at the mall, spend my money check at the mall like right away. Yeah, because then I didn't have expenses at the time. So how did
0: you change that mindset?
1: Because I had a whole bunch of shit and no money. Mm
0: hmm. People still now people Yeah in our business in real estate, they make a dollar, they spend a dollar. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why, but Yeah. What's your advice on that? Like tell the people, like what do they need to do?
1: It's okay to spend money on like the things you like, but you have to have like a balance. Like, you know, like they say fifty percent goes to your expenses or like you know, things like that. At least invest and then buy something else too if you're just buying something else and not investing then i think that's stupid
2: perfect <laughs> 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 basically just budget your stuff and, and just be aware of uh your spending and so when can you re- in in your uh what you believe in like when can you spend it Ooh, right, that's a like, good question.
0: That's- when yeah. I
1: make a 100 transactions right yeah. mean, now. I don't set, know.
0: Set goals, and then and then when you hit those goals, then you can yeah. maybe splurge on something. Oh, I like that.
1: So usually, like, when initially, it's like, okay, if I have this property, it should pay for my daughter's school. Or if I have this property, it should pay for my car. Or if I have this property, it should pay for, like, an expense, like, you know,
2: like stuff that. like that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, moving in small, I guess, like, goals like that, <clears throat> It'll it'll just like monopoly. I feel.
0: Yeah. All right. Last question. What's next? What is your what, like? If you were to ask, you five years from now, mm-hmm. what does that Gillian look like? Um, you know, thirty five year old Gillian.
1: See, that shit. I'm not good at those questions. I'm really not. It's because I don't. I don't goal set enough that far that I can tell you. But I know it's not gonna be the same. Like every year, I've grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah um so i usually just sprint and then i see how far i come i usually don't look back but i usually be like okay well this is how it was last year i know it cannot look the same this year but definitely more properties um maybe working less taking more trips traveling are
0: you gonna gonna still be an agent you think
1: in five years yeah i feel like the money is just so good that if you're good at it if i want to help my friends and family only maybe uh, maybe bigger deals, but I'll always help my family and friends. Yeah. Like the people I like, like, you know. I, I struggle, I struggle that with I
0: like. that because I'm like, you know, I, I, the whole being a realtor thing mm-hmm. was cool, but I feel like it's a stepping stone.
1: Mm, it's I agree. Not,
0: it's not the end all, be Mm-mm. all. So that's why I wanted to ask you because, I, I, you know, I know you're yeah. killing it. Like, are you going to still do it? Because Kevin, he loves it. Yeah. So he'll he'll continue to do it. He loves family that and friends. Yes, yeah. but
1: I seen like when we were at Keller Williams, like BHD, especially like there's like eight like eighty year old realtors that are still like finding the next deal. Like that's not gonna be me.
2: Yeah. Facts. When do you think you're gonna cap it then? If it's not, mm.
1: I mean, if depending on how much passive income I have, like that's what I'm like striving for, passive income. So once I have enough, where what's enough? I don't know. Like for me. Yeah. What's enough? What's enough? If I can just yeah. throw out there, like if I can do a hundred K a month, then that's hell.
0: Yeah. I like that. You yeah. like, $2 million a year. Passive income. Oh, you're going to do it. You're going to yeah. do it. Gillian? We'll see. All right, guys, well <clears throat> that was a fire episode. We're going to have to bring her back on for another one where we can dive a little bit deeper. Cause she, there's some questions <laughs> that I wanted to ask, but she said, nah, don't go there. So we've got to warm up <laughs> and I'm, we're going to take yeah. it there. So I appreciate you coming on the show. I thought that was a real good. There's a lot of gems in there. So thank you. And, you know, if you guys find a lot of value in this podcast and you guys want to come or have her back on the show, drop some comments and questions down below. <laughs> and we're going to get her on for a part two and
2: ask her all those questions. Yeah. And we're revamping the studio. So it's going to be sick. Love it. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Of course. Thank you, Gillian. Oh, thank actually, you everybody. Where do people find you and how do they reach out to you?
1: Um, like what's your social media? If handling? you're a real buyer seller, you can reach out to me at Gillian, um, G U I L L E A N A A on Instagram.
2: Boom. All right, guys.
1: Thank you so much. Cool. Guys, share the Thank show.
2: You, See you guys on the next one. Okay. <laughs> Peace.